once again the end of the year episode of everybody's favorite non-existing podcast. Welcome back to yeah. the Album Listing Club's top 10 albums of 2018. I'm your good pal Polly and with me today is always the lovely, talented, and always got great ear for the musics. Who's, who's that with me? Hey, it's Taylor. Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's going good. I am. I have escaped finals hell mostly unscathed. Mostly, I'm. I'm getting to do these end of the year episodes this year, and I'm not sick as a dog. Ah, uh, yeah. I remember. I remember last year you were, you were like half dead from allergies and couldn't talk by the time we were done. I had. Uh, I had a bad respiratory infection last year, and like I, there were a number of times I had to press the mute button because I was literally just having coughing fits in the middle of episodes. It was fucking bad oh geez yeah that was that was me uh basically i think either at my pay-per-view party or at the ghost concert i got viciously sick the next day and it lasted all through the thanksgiving week <laughs> that's a terrible time to be sick yeah i made yeah i made all this turkey and i ate none of it <laughs> oh my god i would literally like cry in my bed if that happened to me, I would see, I thought it was going to happen because that's when I got sick is sort of like the first three weeks of November were literal hell. And I thought, great. Thanksgiving's a bust this year, but thank yeah, Thankfully by the time work break rolled around, I was like, all right, I'm good to stuff my fucking face and get fat. Yeah. I think basically what I ate that day, I made the homemade Mac and cheese that I did, that I did up for my sister. <laughs> I tried to eat Turkey, but it just, was vile to me at the moment and then at my 9 30 p.m thanksgiving dinner with my cousins who work in the casino industry <laughs> uh i ate some pumpkin soup oh hmm i can't say i've had that it's it's pretty much ever had butternut squash soup yeah i've, I've had that same fucking thing. Mm, that's not very Thanksgivingy, even if it's even if it is pumpkin. Yeah, there was some pumpkin spice in it. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you just gotta settle and do what you gotta do, I guess. Maybe next year will be better. Just I mean, I enjoyed, I enjoy, I mean, I enjoyed the soup, but I couldn't eat anything else. And yeah. also, you know, dessert was well, like pre-dessert was a sweet potato souffle mm. that I wanted to eat. <laughs> And guess what my aunt topped it with? Oh, no. Walnuts! I was about to say, it was probably nuts, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Well, guess shit. what I can eat. <laughs> uh, oh, so 2018, huh? What a fucking year for me. At least music wasn't a trash fire this year, unlike literally everything else. Yeah, literally everything else. I don't think I've seen any movies this year. I yeah I cannot let, no I watched Deadpool too I think that's the only movie I saw this uh, year it was pretty good yes yeah honest to blog you know I can just mooch off my parents Directv subscription so I can just wait for shit to come out on cable yeah <laughs> and like, I don't have I'm, to pay for it <laughs> I'm not going to a theater no thank you that is not an, that is an experience I feel that I have outgrown at this point in my life honestly I used to love going to the movie theater and then. Uh, that fucking shooting in Denver happened and proved my aunt right all these years. Yep. So. 
Don't don't yeah. want to don't want to go get shot up while 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 watching the latest Avengers movie. I don't think. Yeah, America. Woo! <laughs> yeah, I didn't even see Solo, a Star Wars movie, because I didn't give a shit. And I'm saying that as somebody with a Star Wars tattoo. Yeah, you're a big Star Wars dork. Yep, pretty much. But hey, at least music was kind to us. It blessed us with. Holy shit, like, way too many albums because I looked at... B- b- while we were getting ready to kind of prepare to make this list, I just put all of the albums I bought this year on a playlist. Like, <laughs> there's 31 of them. Damn. And yeah, I... and, if, and if something is in my top 10, it's I actually own the vinyl for it as well. Like, that's how much that I like the things that are going to be on my list. Unfortunately, I have a I have a lot of pre-orders from this year on vinyl. I don't think I've had the money to buy anything in my top ten yet. Mm. Well, but I mean, so, that's I I own some of my honorable mentions on vinyl. <laughs> oh, well, that, hey, that's that's a good start. It's a good start. Yeah. I'm, sh- I'm sure the music gods will forgive you. So I had like a bitch of a time whittling this, like because. Like, I genuinely kind of almost liked everything I bought this year. There were a few kind of like, oh, that's not so good. That was a mistake. Um, Yeah, I was was struggling with my bottom four. I think I had like eight albums vying for four spots. So I literally had to do a mini King of the Ring tournament. (laughs) Yeah. That's, it was an all-out rumble between like ten... And all of these honorable mentions, it's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, I might seriously, when this comes out, just post uh, a snapshot of all of my honorable mentions and contentions, since I'm only going to talk about a couple of them. Yeah, yeah. So, like, well, let's go ahead and do that. What are What are some of the albums that did not make the cut and had to, had, had to unfortunately lose in the King of the Ring tournament? Okay, so I mentioned before we started recording that Polly might fire me. Uh oh. <laughs> My first honorable mention is Year of the Snitch by Death Grips. Wow! <laughs> which Wowie! is the first Which is the first time that uh Death Grips has had an album out and has not been on my list. Wowie, that's that's pretty incredible. That hurt, but I'm just like I don't know. I liked it. Thought it was really good. Spun it on vinyl a few times. It sounds good. I'm just like, oh, this is so not my mood this year. Yeah, there's there, and, and there's a consistency issue with it. I think. I think that it's maybe a little inconsistent and spotty by nature, yeah. of course. I mean, it, it it kind of mirrors government plates a bit in that regard. Yeah. So you know, Death Grips, you know, is always a project worth paying attention to. I feel, but. This one was just like, you know, I didn't feel I didn't feel as blown away as I did like the first time I heard say ex-military. I didn't I wasn't as impressed as I was with like Powers That Be or Bottomless Pits. Yeah, yeah. Those albums definitely make a very you know, strong first impression. You know, it's it, it's it's a real No World for Tomorrow of a Death Grips album. <laughs> yeah, like not necessarily the worst but not my go-to. Yeah. So, uh, I guess I'll just shoot through. Uh, here's a really painful one, and my girlfriend might leave me. Uh-oh. Ice Nine Kills, The Silver Screen. Ouch! Also a really good album! 
Yeah. Uh, I'm surpri- I was surprised by that album. Yeah, I didn't think I was going to like it, but um, I will say I'm a big mark for horror movies, so once I realized what the jig was, I decided to take it seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, my thing is, is that I feel like... How many songs are on that album? 11, 12? Yeah, yeah. I would say that there's like four I could honestly live without. Oh... Uh... You know, like, the American Werewolf in London song I don't particularly care for. Yeah, that's kind of, like, the low point for me. Yeah. Uh, Savages just kind of sounds like a Papa Roach song. <laughs> they they just put out a new song, and out of curiosity, I listened to it, and within the first five seconds, I was literally out of my chair laughing. It's like, what, are you guys Imagine Dragons now? Oh, Christ. It's so bad, and he's rapping so hard. Yeah, even Imagine even Imagine Dragons doesn't sound like what Imagine Dragons used to sound like. Yeah, it's so bad. But yeah, uh, not to say that there weren't some great songs, and also the music videos for this album. Incredible. Almost, were almost enough, but not quite. And finally, uh, you know what, screw it, I'm gonna go for uh, The Sciences by Sleep, again, an album I bought on vinyl. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. I like sleep a lot, and I kind of like this style of music, but Mm. there were a few doom metal bands that did the sleep thing better this year. Yeah, yeah, that's that is something I've noticed coming like coming up on uh, my timeline as other people kind of mentioning bands in that uh, genre, and it's been a pretty good year. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you had Windhand, Hamford, Green Druid, Vile Creature. All kinds of other great bands I could talk about. Mm-hmm. And my final one on a similar vein is Head Cage by Pig Destroyer. What? You Wow. <laughs> okay. Again. Your 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 honorable mentions list is literally blowing me out of the water right now. Yeah, here's the thing. Again, there are a handful of bands who are about to talk about that I think did the Pig Destroyer thing better than Pig Destroyer. Mm. And that is not something I can believe. Because every yeah. time Pig Destroyer comes out with a new album, I feel like it's, you know, the old guys on the grindcore block rearing their ugly heads again to show all these young whippersnappers how you do it. Yep. Unfortunately for them, the young whippersnappers fired back hard hard yeah yeah another another good year for uh, uh, another another good year for like a a solid genre where like it's kind of just like receiving a bit of a renaissance yeah it's whether i don't know if you want to call it grindcore i've seen uh a sort of acquaintance of mine writes for metal injection he has a column called the monday grind Mm -hmm. he calls it the he calls it heavy hardcore so Eh. because a lot of these bands that we'll speak of in a moment kind of self-style themselves as like a crust punk kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Which, again, is a genre of music that has, I want to say, almost never been good (laughs) outside of like the, (laughs) you know, like, sure, dystopia and amoebics and all that other stuff is good, but like, you know, I I used to go to a lot of punk shows and I would listen to people who and I would, you know, listen to bands that people told me to listen to. And I'm like, yeah, I could do that shit when I was in middle school, so. Yeah, where's, you know, like, where, where's, what's to be impressed by at this point? Yeah. Okay, Not well. to say you, 
not to say you can't go too far in the other direction. That's a good point. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm I'm just gonna say Dream Theater because you all know who I mean. We know, we know. I, th- I think their new single is actually pretty good though. I uh, haven't heard it. Maybe yeah. I'll give it a chance. Maybe it maybe it'll be better than uh, the Astonishing. Oh God, that album's pig vomit. Yeah, anyway, Polly, throw your honorable mentions out and let's see if there's any that hurt me as much as I just hurt you. All right, well, the Pig Destroyer album, unfortunately. Ah, uh, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this one, it hurt a lot because I like this album a lot in terms of their maturity as an artist and just where it came, like, it, how far it came from their first album, uh, No Names Room 25. Yeah. Oh, that uh, Yeah, uh, No Name and JPEG Mafia were also... Uh, painful cuts. Yeah, for me. like those. Like those are such great albums that it's just like man. Like like No Name's album is literally like just thirty two minutes of complete fucking awesomeness. But somebody may have done a little bit of what she's doing a little bit better. Maybe, yeah, maybe, 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 maybe um, someone will. Maybe someone will talk about. Matt, Who knows. Uh, could be it. Uh, you know what? I like one that I, an album I didn't think that I would enjoy, and it probably shouldn't have enjoyed, but I did a lot. Was Jonathan Davis's Black Labyrinth? Oh, oh yeah, that that was okay. It was okay. I, it was a fun album. I thought that like he divorced himself a bit from like what Corn does. It's got its own kind of flavor. There's a lot of Eastern vibes to it, and I think he handled yeah. it all very well. Uh, but it's just not. It's just not a. Uh, it's not. I feel the same. I feel the same way about that as I felt about Lord's melodrama last year. Mm, yeah, I well, like I mean, that Melo- album, but yeah, I, I I think melodrama was actually a little better. But I mean, in the sense of, oh wow, I can't wait to hear what Lord does for her third album. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very much that. It's just like yeah. give him another shot, and I bet he's got like a really really good album in him. Yeah. Um, the Lupe Fiasco Drogos Wave album I thought was really really good uh, just super lyrical very topical like it, it's just got a deep deep theme to it that it's like it can't be listened to casually and like a lot of what goes on my list at the end of the year are things that I'm constantly just returning to over and over again so as an artistic statement I think Drogos Wave is fantastic but it's kind of like I can't do 95 minutes of Lupe Fiasco all the time. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's a big one. Um, that, that is, that is like, I would say probably 15 minutes longer than the longest album on my list. Yeah, it's a, it's a double disc. It's, it's, yeah, it's hard to do 95 minutes of that, especially when the, <laughs> the subject matter can be as heavy as it is in that album anyway. So yeah. not exactly throw on for good times music. And, uh, I hated cutting this one, but I think that this genre also had a lot of really good competition this year. And that is King Crow's The Persistence is a mm-hmm. prog metal outfit. Um, ah. just a really, really solid, uh, progressive album start to finish, but, oh, I had to cut it because it's just little thing. Like I said, it comes down to what I keep coming back to a lot or albums to kind of catch my mood most of the time. And, you know, that's kind of where we're at in terms of that. So I, that's probably like the most painful of my cuts. Hopefully I did. I don't think I hurt you at all as much as you decided to go and hurt me. 
but... Yeah, no, not nearly as much. The thing is, you know, a lot of what happened as I was whittling my list down is me realizing that while there is some damn impressive hip-hop this year, it's still not really my thing. Uh, yeah, that's understandable. So, you know, unless unless a To Pimp a Butterfly or an RTJ3 comes out and just kicks your ass. Yeah, like, you need something that's going to have that kind of incredible impact. Um, and yeah, also, so... I want to give a special shout-out, because I didn't think Ice Cube would drop a fucking fire album in 2018 and he just did last week it's oh, really geez. it's really fucking good like legit mm. um mm. and and uh the jid album i thought was really good too uh dicaprio mm. too mm. yeah i that's that's pretty that's pretty crazy um even if i listened to it and was blown away it's it probably will fall into sort of like what happened with uh leonard cohen last year where i only yeah. got around to listening to it like the week before and i didn't have enough time to digest it really yeah that's that was a heavy album to try and digest anyway yeah just given the circumstances so i guess our i guess it's time i guess we start pulling the bandage off right i mean i i'm just as eager as everybody out there to find out where the new disturbed is landing for you i mean oh <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> yeah that's uh yeah, there's not a band that reminds me of my ex or anything. Oh, God, there you go. I'm always making the good calls here on the podcast. Always trust me to say the right things. Nah, it's okay. I've never talked about my ex's taste in music because it's kind of shitty. You're doing way better now anyway, honey, trust me. All right, so how are we setting this up? Uh, who goes first this year? Is it me or you? I can't remember how we started this. Um, I want to... I usually think we do... I think we alternate. Yeah, we alternate, but I don't remember what we did last year. <laughs> um, I think I went first last year, and then it ended up not mattering because we both had Hispun at number one. That's a good point. Okay, I'll go first this year, then. Okay. How about that? All right. My number 10 comes from a band who, if you would have told me one year ago that you would hear an album from them in 2018 and genuinely enjoy it, I would have smacked you in your stupid face because I've been like, I haven't enjoyed that band in at least 10 years. <laughs> My number 10 is Muse's Simulation Theory. Oh, wow. Um, an album I very specifically did not listen to because I've been burned one too many times. I, you know... <laughs> I completely understand that. And when I heard the first single for this album a year ago, out of context, I was like, oh, okay, there's another album I can completely avoid entirely. Yeah, Simulation Theory, when I heard about, was kind of... I felt the same way about it. Well, okay, I felt a similar way about it as I feel about, like, Metal Gear Survive. <laughs> Ouch! Or maybe maybe more like Mass Effect Andromeda. Ouch! Not that not that I hated the ending to Mass Effect Three. Just that those are it's two things that I was just done with and don't really care to engage with anymore. That is completely fair because I think <laughs> that when it comes to Muse, they've had ten years to do something that felt worthwhile, and they've squandered it time and time again. But I feel that Simulation Theory and kind of going in this new 80s synth neon direction for like a one-off album, it's something that really fits their style in a way that just 
going out and trying to churn out ten more copies of Knights of Sidonia doesn't. Yeah. And, like, there's a lot of genuine head-scratching um, experimentation on this album that it just, it's brilliant. It turns out really well, and it's not just Matt Bellamy in a studio jacking off for 45 minutes. Like, I feel like the experimentation... Like, it sounds like a band that is actually fucking having fun and doing something with that creative energy that they've never done before. And I think that it really kind of took what Muse does to an entirely different level. And I can appreciate the whole album for that. There's only, like, one track on the album that kind of reminds you of Arena Butt Rock Muse. And I just skipped that one anyway. (laughs) Uh, so the, the track that I chose is probably one of the weirder tracks on the album. It's just this very slow, gargling, like, drunk guitar-sounding <laughs> synths going off. And the song just kind of completely goes nuts at the end. It's it, it's just a really great song. It's called Break It To Me. And it's just, mm. yeah, really fun, really weird, and not at all what you would expect to, uh, from Muse. So that is my number 10, Muse. Simulation Theory, Break It To Me.
that's exactly how the chorus goes too. <laughs> it's a, it's, a, it's a whispered break it to me. <laughs> uh the best part is I don't know if you're joking or no, not. No, I'm I not. I'm find out. <laughs> seriously not joking. <laughs> All right. So what you know, is your number 10, Taylor? All right. So you, you remember how we were talking about uh, a swollen genre? Mm-hmm. Well, my number 10 is Vector by Haken. That is a really good record. Uh, so Haken, for those of you who are not aware, are a English, I believe? Yeah, they're English. Progressive metal band who have been kicking around for a few years. I first found out about them because uh, Mike, Por- Mike Portnoy, rather, popped a massive boner when they made their debut in 2013. Mm-hmm. And I've been, I've been keeping up with them since, but this was like the first album I feel where it, they had their Animals as Leaders moment where sort of the virtuosity intersected with an actual songwriting capability. Yes, that is that like that is where their music has always had a disconnect for me is that they've had the virtuosity locked down. That's not a problem, but this is like like it's even like this is a 44 minute album and it's a prog album. So that should tell you that they've kind of really tightened things up. And, and the song structures, the songwriting, everything is just super solid. Yeah, and you know, maybe maybe I just like concept albums, but I think that the songs having a, a coherent through line also helps kind of make everything feel like this nice, complete little package. Yeah, it's like th- th- not a moment on this album is wasted. Like every every second of this album feels like it needs to be there. And when it's yeah. done, it's done. And it like it's just solid. Yeah. Now, not to say... Not to say that the time signature fuckery doesn't get a little mind-bending like on previous records. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, now it feels like there's a... But now, you know, it just... Everything feels, you know, like it's finally come together and this band has realized, you know, what kind of makes them unique in the genre and just capitalized on it. Yep. Yep. Totally agree. There are a lot of moments on this album where it feels like the singer sounds like Maynard James Keenan, too, weirdly enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I could see that. Uh, yeah, let's, uh... I, I won't talk about Maynard James Keenan right now. <laughs> That's okay. I won't be talking about him either. Yeah, because, uh, because that album wasn't that good at Perfect Circle. <laughs> no, no, it didn't, it didn't hold up for me. I like a few songs from it, but I don't think it holds up at all. Yeah, I mean, we, we've talked about the fact that I not... You just don't I like don't them really, anyway. I like Mer de Nam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then other than that, I don't like Maynard's side projects. <laughs> There's some good Pussifer stuff out there. Pussifer is a good live show. Yeah. And I'm and I'm sure a perfect circle is too, but they conflicted with Run the Jewels at the last time I went to Aftershock, so Yeah. I'm I'm seeing Run the Jewels in that scenario. Yep. Uh anyway, the song I've chosen from Haken Vector is the album closer A Cell Divides. Ooh, so good. Yeah, just because uh 
I don't want I don't want to burn all of my long song cards out. Yeah, there's there's one pick there that could easily have just like thrown it right in there at the start. The twelve yeah. minute veil. <laughs> yeah, I really I really wanted to, but I thought, eh, I'll go with the cell divides. It'll kick us off on a catchier note. Yeah, it's a it's a hell of a closer too. Just like it's super crunchy. Love yeah. that song. It's got that real sing along chorus thing going for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And here it is.
Still good. After all this time, we we seriously just listened to it. I promise you. Yeah, we we ooh, this uh, this is all in real time. We do this for real. <laughs> this this is this is a shoot, brother. Yeah, this is <laughs> we worked ourselves into a shoot. <laughs> there uh, I go using the, fancy terminology. Didn't think I knew that. Yeah, I mean, so it a lot of people are familiar with Hulk Hoganisms just because he's so stupid and it and it's somehow impossible to ignore i i got a dude that i work with who is always talking about wrestling podcasts and he's like thrown some of those terms around so yeah it, it's it's well first of all fucking everybody likes wrestling because there's so much wrestling lingo hidden in nerd culture <laughs> yeah yeah i i've i've, I've kind of noticed that every now and again yeah yeah, nothing was like the new Spider-Man game, though. Oh lord, which makes which makes sense because part of Spider-Man's canonical backstory is that he used his powers to become a pro wrestler for money. Yeah, before he, beat he was up, a superhero, he beat up Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, he has a clean pinfall. He has a clean knockout victory over Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh yeah. Actually, wait, was that a knockout or did he pin him? I don't remember. I, I don't haven't know. seen that movie in was, a long yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that movie in like 2008, I want to say. Yeah. Uh, what's your number nine? My number nine! If you'd have told me this band was releasing albums in 2018 and that it would still be as goddamn incredible as it is, I would be like, <laughs> eh, you know, it kind of makes sense. I can see it. Mm. 40 years of a legacy Taylor, I'm uh, telling you, they've been going for a really fucking long time, and they haven't lost a step at all. Judas Priest, Firepower. Oh uh, yeah, awesome album. Man, this was like the kick in the teeth that I think the first of the year needed. Um. Oh, oh yeah. The I want to say the first four to six months of this year, I was like, oh boy, this is gonna be a really easy album listening club because this year's been boring as shit. Yeah, this album then just flew out of nowhere and kicked everything into high gear sometimes it was like march or april somewhere around there and i was just yep. like how is this so good and it's not good because there's a musical drought it's good because holy fuck they're still going and it's still incredible they still got it guys it's really good yo <laughs> god like Look, it's fucking Judas Priest. It's a Judas Priest album. What do you want at this point? It's not phoned in. They are still out there kicking ass. They're touring with the best of them. 
like they're still playing like they were playing 20 30 years ago and to me that is incredible nobody in that band i feel has really lost a step all of the performances on here are solid like their live shows still fucking kick ass like you you just gotta take your hat off to the longevity of an act like that the 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 track that i chose just because i love it a lot is traitor's gate just hey it's a Judas ass, it's a Judas Priest ass Judas Priest song, and I like it a lot. <laughs> so that is my number nine, Judas Priest, Firepower, Traitor's Gate, right here on Socks FM.
number nine you got number nine i indeed have a number nine 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 my number nine is only self by jesus peace my silence means huh (laughs) your silence means huh okay jesus peace is a sort of hardcore punk rock kind of thing much like we were talking about in the honorable mentions how there are bands that did the Pig Destroyer thing better than Pig Destroyer this year. Ooh. Uh, they're that kind of, you know, heavy, hardcore, grindcore thing out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I, I want to say that this was their debut album, and this is kind of like a holy shit debut album. Oh, okay. This is like... I actually probably need to listen to this while I'm grabbing the tracks then kind of deal. Yeah, this was, I mean, this is just a solid, it's a shorter, it's one of the shorter albums on my list, but not the shortest. It's a 29 minute just blast. Yes, I love those though. They're so good. And uh, there is, I will say that there's a few moments on this album though, where you get a little bit of a reprieve from the constant moving, from the constant kind Just of thing the face smashing yeah it's it's good squishy <laughs> i love squishy yeah so, and uh to encapsulate that the song i've chosen as the feature track is uh the is the single that got me interested in the project curse of the serpent mm. and yeah it's just Think, I don't know, think like Napalm Death or something. Just like, prepare to have your face melted off for the next two and a half minutes, more than likely. That'll that'll be basically what you're in for. Yep. Two minutes, eight seconds, in fact. Boom! There you go. Probably the shortest track we've ever featured. Um, yeah, maybe. (laughs) There are shorter ones I could have featured, but...
So, now that we've gotten that out of the way... <laughs> Polly. Yo! What's you, your number eight? You need a number eight? Number eight! This is one of the honorable mentions that you threw overboard. Yeah. But I saved! It is mm. JPEG Mafia's veteran. JPEG Mafia is a is a real cool dude just super experimental hip-hop that like like it's hard to kind of like like veteran is probably the first cohesive project that he's done uh because all of his other stuff is like uh his other mixtapes are a bit scattershot and they kind of don't have the kind of through line that i feel veteran has where like this is it's hard to pick one song from the thing to represent it because it's this like 40-minute stream of consciousness, both in terms of <laughs> lyrical ability and lyrical themes and just what the production sounds like. It's real fucking goopy and just kind of gets stuck in your ears and makes you want to take a shower afterward or something, if that makes sense. So, speaking of uh, wrestling, I want to say that my two favorite lines are socking it to them like mankind. Mm-hmm. And Stone Cold like Austin. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's one of these new school rappers that are constantly dropping video game and wrestling references that aren't Insane Clown Posse. Yeah, I think he also mentions Daniel Bryan, but I don't remember the actual bar there. <laughs> yes! Yeah. Actually, it's because he's a bad guy now. It's fickle! Fickle! Oh, wow. Oh, that's right. He's a bad guy now. Poor yes guy. Yeah. I was really rooting for him, too. Yeah, I mean, hey, it won him the championship. <laughs> well, hey, you know what? You gotta do what you gotta do to win, right? Yeah, AJ Styles, poor testicles. <laughs> I'm gonna pretend I know what all of that means. Uh, he's he's been kicked in the balls a lot this year. <laughs> That's that sounds and like it, a bad gimmick. That sounds like a bad gimmick it, to have. Yeah, and you know, in kayfabe, apparently still hasn't learned to wear a fucking groin cup yet. <laughs> uh, what? Okay. Maybe he... Hey, you know what? I'm not here to kink shame. Yeah. So yeah, this JPEG Mafia album's really good. It's just this great... And, and I think that it also wins title for best album... Best song title of the year with I Cannot Fucking Wait Until Morrissey Dies. <laughs> Which that's like the best song title ever. <laughs> yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh. So the the track I chose from it is Williamsburg. Uh, I think that uh, it's one of the better kind of like it, it. It's a track that has a little bit of staying power, so you kind of get an idea of what you're going for, what you're going to be getting into while listening to this album because it's all over the place. He's not necessarily always rapping with the flow. It's just, like I said, it's stream of conscious weirdness, but uh, he really makes it work, and yeah, it's really good. JPEG Mafia veteran, Williamsburg. Selling art to these yuppies getting mixed offers. I'm in New York like I'm Peter Parker. Go to 16 and I tossed it. If I wanted bullshit, I just re-gawk Facts, nigga 
Young Rick murder, I just shoot walkers I'm a slave to this rap shit, I can't quit Fresh sag with the grip A pop shit, call the gun Britney Jean When the spears come out, I hit you and JT The yuppies ain't real, let you live for a fee We taking Brooklyn back, you can lead a coffee And you coons dying too, word to Charles Barkley My head dreaded up like my name Mark We don't do this Simple rhyming ass niggas get their wig pushed back uh, Get your mic snatched Nicotine patch, call my wife, what's up, get your life hacked. Heard you stop drop, nigga, it's the blowback. Put the hawk eyes on him, heard he like mash. You gon' rust in peace, heard you like thrash. Put a price on your head, that's a light bag. Call me light mic back, whoa. So Taylor, yes, I did. I did a number eight. Well, I guess I should do one then too. Yeah, you should probably follow the leader here. Get with the fucking program a little bit. Yeah. All right. So uh, number eight. My number eight is uh, probably the shortest album we've ever featured on the Album Listening Club podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it clocks in at twenty-seven minutes ish, which makes it a minute 42 seconds shorter than the first Ramones album. Oh, wow. And much like Jesus Peace, it is some more heavy hardcore. It's Arizona by Vane. Yes! Fucking love this album. It's so good. Uh, so good. It's I can I cannot have that album's cover art on the playlist ever, though, because as somebody yeah. 
who has a lot of eyeball problems, it yeah, really I, squicks me the fuck out. Yeah, I I did think of that when I saw that when I saw that. I was like, ooh, Polly's gonna hate that one. <laughs> oh, I love that fucking album though. It's so good. Yeah, just you know you know how I said that uh, Jesus peace gives you a reprieve? Vane does not. <laughs> no, no, this Vane is literally you are just constantly assaulted in the face with this record. Yep, it's some good old fashion in your face grindy business. And the uh, song I've chosen is it the longest song in the album? It's Doom Tech. I think it's the longest I think it song is. in the album. Yeah, Doom Tech is real good. Yep. If I if yeah, it was going to be on my list, that would have been the track that I would have chosen to. Oh, so that one got cut too. Yeah, unfortunately, Arizona got cut. Oof. Oof. Oh, we'll, well, I cut we'll just say I took points for, for, for the eye thing. <laughs> yeah, okay, I could see that coming. Anyway, <laughs> but hey, you know, we all made painful cuts this day. Yep. Uh, so here, four and a half minutes slab of hardcore in your eardrums. Enjoy. You'll love it.
So, Polly. Yeah, what's up? We seem to be moving sequentially from ten to one. Oh, that would mean that seven is next, right? Yes, because this podcast is more stream of conscience than the freaking JPEG Mafia album. Oh, damn. We're going to give him <laughs> a run for his money. Yeah. Shit. My number seven is another pulled from the icy cold brink of being cut from Taylor's list. I reeled it on back in because this album was just a... It was a wonderful little surprise for me. One that I did not expect to enjoy as much as I did. Ice Nine Kills, The Silver Scream. Just really good metal that's got this cheesy hook to it of every song is about a horror movie. And the way they incorporate all of the themes into the movie, lyrically, musically, like, they're really fucking dedicated to the concept. Um, yeah, no, this is, they went all in on this stuff. Yeah, it's it's such, like, there's no slouching here. It really makes me want to check out their previous album, which was about horror books. So, like, how do you, like, translate that when you don't have, like, the movie component and things that you can work from that you've seen visually and heard, you know? Like, so it makes me interested in checking that out at some point. Um, Yeah, I just kind of came across this one by accident. Somebody at work had mentioned it, and they were just like, yeah, there's this band that made an album, and it's just about horror movies. And I was like, what? So I, like, threw it on Spotify one night and came out the other end just like, holy shit, this overproduced, like slickly packaged thing is really fucking fun and amazing (laughs) yeah it's it's one it was one of the funner albums of the year and one of the better halloween themed pieces of media there was yeah yeah a lot of good playing on here too just like a lot of good musicianship i really like the uh, the vocals like man it's just top to bottom super good yeah and the track that i chose is rocking the boat based on jaws it's just a great silly ode to a great silly movie and the way they incorporate the Jaws theme into it says real good I think my favorite I think my favorite pun of the album is actually enjoy your sleigh enjoy your sleigh yeah that one's real good oh but there's just yeah like yeah this is this is just super solid fun album that I could not stop listening to uh, no matter how hard I tried so I I just listened to it earlier today <laughs> I think we'll need a bigger boat. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Just yeah. So there you yeah. got Ice Nine Kills, the Silver Scream, Rock on the Boat. There's a shark out there, y'all. Better watch out. Sublime, but if you dive a little deeper, you'll hit the real bottom. 
that we were going up this list in sequential order from 10 up, uh, that would that would lead me to believe that you've got a number seven somewhere in your brain for this list that we're putting together, correct? I do. I do. I have a number seven. What's, what's and, your number uh, seven? I could, I could make a very topical numerology uh, explanation of why number seven is kind of ironic for this band. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to get into. But I don't want to get into the nitty gritty. My number seven is a new kind of horror by Anal Nathrock. Hmm. Questions? I know. Yeah, I'm kind of just like okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Anal Nathrock is an English industrial black metal band. Hmm. So they've kind of got. It's kind of hard to categorize them as they've developed, but it's sort of everything from, like, grindcore kind of D-beat drum beats on drum machines, uh, everything from the sort of black metal kind of style vocal to, like, full-on King Diamond falsettos, often in the same, over the course of the same chorus, by the way. That's speaking my language again here. Yeah, so it's really... It's a very manic and intense album. And it's they're one of those bands that at first glance it's kind of 
it can be a little overwhelming what's mm. going on. But I like it a lot. Also, it's only 32 minutes. There's a lot of short albums yeah, on Yeah, I'm list noticing that. You had a very short attention span this year. Ah, uh, yeah, that's called Law School. But don't worry, we're we're going to go up pretty soon. And the, the feature track I've chosen is The Reek of Fear. Sounds scary and spoopy. Which, you know, showcases the crazy vocal shifts and really intense tempo that this album functions at. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, let's give it a listen right now. What do you say? Speed marker. Polly. Yo! If that was number seven, 
Hmm. And number six is next. Oh, that means I've got to have one for six. Crap, we're already at our last entry of the day. Crap. Yeah, we're already at the end of part one. How crazy is that? Damn. Damn. Uh, we've we've uh, already heard one selection from this album already. Uh, so we don't really have to say much about it. Uh, Haken, Vector. Woo! Yeah, this album just, like, I've pretty much said all that I thought about it. It's just, hey, like, this is a solid album that does not waste a moment of your time. Like, it's just start to finish. Just fantastic. And the track that I chose from it is Puzzle Box. It is my favorite track on the album. Uh, I like Veil a lot, too. And I thought about using it, but I thought, I'm not the one that's known for putting 19 minute <laughs> tracks on the the end of the year podcasts hey i'm pretty sure the longest it's ever been was 12 yeah it was 12 i believe <laughs> yeah <laughs> i remember uh, didn't he want to put a sleep selection on there last year i think or was that no it was well last year uh one of my honorable mentions was mirror reaper by bell witch yeah which got- which got kicked off by its lousy recording quality. Oh god, that album sounded like garbage. It was, it was, it was really fun live. They didn't play like all of it because they weren't a headliner, but uh, you know the the selections of it they played, you know, are really good. But you know, I think the longest I've ever picked was something from uh, Sumac, actually. Mm. It, oh, there's a really good collaborative Sumac album this year. Oh yeah, the one with KG Hino. Yes. I haven't listened to that one. It's really good. It's really maybe good. Should... It's meaty and noisy, and yeah, you're gonna like it. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should have listened to that one instead of Love and Shadow, because... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, uh, Haken, Vector, <laughs> Puzzle Box. Here you go. <laughs> Stream of Consciousness. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,
I guess you're winding us down for day one. We've got a number yep. six from you, I bet. Yep, and uh, unlike the last three uh, songs, which have come and gone in <laughs> the course of about eight combined minutes, uh, we, we're going over to the world of the doom metals. Oh, we are slowing it the fuck down now. Yeah, we are slowing it down. Uh, it's Desolation by Hemis. Not familiar. All right, so they are 
a, a doom metal band out of Denver, Colorado that has sort of a more traditional metal bent to it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's a little more... It's a little more... Uh, it's like Paul Bearer, but heavier. Okay, a little more digestible then, because I like Paul yeah. Bearer a lot, but I don't venture too far into that genre beyond that. Yeah, it's it's not it's not like super drony, and there's not too many harsh vocals abound. I would say it's probably like eighty five percent clean singing. Ooh. But yeah, it's just kind of slowed down and sludgy traditionalist heavy metal with some really damn good riffing and songwriting to go with it. That's real good. And uh, the the singer's got kind of a... His lower clean... He's, his higher clean vocals have kind of an Axl Rose thing. <laughs> his, his lower clean vocals have a Lane Staley thing. Oh, interesting. And then he's got like a... More of a black metal-y... You know, kind of... Kind of... More of a rasp. More of a rasp than a cookie monster. Ah. So uh, the song I've chosen is Flesh to Nothing. And again, even at 7 minutes and 30 seconds, I'm being restrained. (laughs) Because, hold on, let me me double check. Oh, ow. Oh, no, actually, uh... Not not any super long songs on this one. It's six it's six songs long. It's forty one minutes long. That's 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 a good that's a good album length. Yeah. So nothing. So yeah, nothing even too ponderous or drony like say the Sleep album that came out this year, <laughs> which is all ponderous and drony. Do 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 do. I'm gonna ride this riff for forty seven minutes. <laughs> it's not quite as bad as dope smoker oh god i can't yeah i can't i can't (laughs) anyway flesh to nothing chemis
Forgot to mention they have sort of like an ancient civilizations theme. <laughs> well, you mentioned it now. Yeah. Good job. We copy. I'll <laughs> patch that right in. It'll be perfect. Yep. So that's 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 gonna wrap us up for day one. But before we you know head out, I'll do a quick recap of my bottom half, and then Taylor will do one as well. So at number ten, I have Muse's Simulation Theory. Number nine, Judas Priest. Firepower. Number eight, JPEG Mafia is a veteran. Number seven, Ice Nine kills the Silver Screen. The Silver Scream. And number six, Haken with a Vector. Taylor, what is your 10 to 6? My 10 to 6 is Vector by Haken. My number nine is Only Self by Jesus Peace. Got a little 
got a little spacey there, sorry. <laughs> my number eight is Error Zone by Vane. My number seven is A New Kind of Horror by Anal Nathrak. And my number six is Desolation by Hemists. So tune in tomorrow if you want to find out what truly are the top five albums of 2018. Because, like, the rest of this stuff is just garbage. Like, this is the stuff we're throwing out just immediately afterward. Like, yeah. we, we don't really care about these bottom five. It's more of a formality. Yeah. Uh, five to one is going to be a wild ride. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Like, if five to one is going to be real interesting, I think. I, I you, You'll want to <laughs> tune in and find out. Three to one might be really hilarious in some respects. Yeah, like, there's a lot to look forward to tomorrow, and that, that of course, includes fantastic music. Yep. So we'll catch you next time. Listen, Listen to, to more, more Death, death Grips. grips. <laughs>